Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hey there, friends. Welcome to the Carlos Whitaker Podcast. This is episode five. I got something to tell you. Well, I got a lot of things to tell you. But before I tell you all the things that are on my heart right now, there's one thing that I need to let you know. And that thing is quite simple. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, let's go. So uh, today, today, it's it's a little bit different of a sort of episode than I than I normally do. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk. I don't really have notes, but I did just pull a hair out of my mouth, which is strange. Um, I just I get so inspired by my theme music. We'll, we'll fade it out here. Um, I did get. I did get a DM from somebody that was not a fan of the theme music. And listen, it changed. It changes. It's changed three or four times since the inception of my podcasting career. Um, but uh, as I fade out here today, we are we're going to lean into um, uh, agreeing to disagree on some things <clears throat> because I had a. Uh, I, I put up a reel on Instagram and this reel got such visceral reactions from people. I have, I've posted before uh, on my um, socials. I mean, the last four years on a lot of controversial things I spent, I spent the majority of 2020 and 2021 re educating people on um, racism, racial reconciliation, I have spent the majority, a lot of my time talking about politics, hot topic issues uh, of our day and age. I don't know if I have ever, ever in the history of everness gotten the reaction that I got from my Taylor Swift video. Now, um, when I say my Taylor Swift video, I, I have a reel. I'll play it for you. Um, that I'm just going to kind of break down why I made it, um, and and what we're seeing in the comment section with over 1,500 comments on there, which are really it's a dumpster fire. It's an actual dumpster fire in my comment section. Um, so let me let me first and foremost let you know that what what happened was that I was watching. The all the the NFC and the and the AFC football games uh, the day before, and you know Taylor Swift um, is at the Chiefs Ravens game, and the camera pans her a couple times. And let me be honest with you, I was kind of initially when Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift started dating, I was kind of like, oh my god, I I was. I will let you know, I was 
100% like, wow, like, I mean, listen, I'm a Taylor Swift dad, right? Like, I'm like a fan. I'm like, I went to, I've been to all of her concerts with my daughters. I would go to her concert alone. Um, but I just remember thinking, oh, we're just going to get a lot of this. Um, and so I was part of the problem. And then the more I thought about it, like after two weeks of her and Travis dating, the more I thought like, wait, what's wrong with me? What, what, what deep down inside of me is having a problem with more Taylor Swift? Is it just the fact that there's just been a lot of Taylor Swift and now it's just more? Is there something more deep seated? It, it, am I annoyed by her celebrate? What, what? And so I love to do introspection. I love to start asking myself hard questions. Um, and I think buried underneath a lot of my reaction, my reaction wasn't visceral. It was just kind of fleeting annoyance. Um, I think I found a little bit of misogyny buried inside of me. Just, just a little, a little, just a little bit of it. Um, you know, that, that word is, um, it's triggering for a lot of people. Um, but let's, let, let's just, let me just start here. Okay. Admitting that maybe there was a little bit of this inside of me. Um, what is the definition of misogyny? Okay. Misogyny is contempt for or prejudice against women or girls. It's a form of sexism that can keep women at a lower societal status than men. Now, when I read that definition, I'm like, well, no, no way. Not me, not me. But can I tell you something? I was raised in the eighties. I was raised in a, uh, in a generation that was taught boys don't cry and girls do girls are more fragile. They're weaker. Um, and so uh, as much as I've tried to erase some of those stereotypes from my ethos, there, there, there may still be some there because when I tried to dig down as to what was bothering me, I couldn't find it. And so I'm not saying I'm a misogynist, but I am saying that there are probably tendencies inside of me that I need to eradicate because it shouldn't bother me. And then I just started getting on the, on the train of like, what if, if it shouldn't bother me, why is it bothering so many other people? Um, so, okay. Uh, that was a lot to unpack at the beginning, but, but let me, let me, let me keep going here. <coughs> Excuse me. I open up after, after like my daughters love, they, they love the both. So Hale and Santa love Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and the romance and the whole thing. Um, where I, you know, again, initially I just thought it was a little silly and I just didn't want to see it all the time. Um, I saw how excited it was making my daughters. And you know what? I was like, I'm in. If, if, if my daughters are enjoying this as some sort of soap opera that they were seeing play out, um, why not? I mean, I, I was into it when, when Kate and the prince got married, like, like they, they, you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of fairy tale-ish stuff. Right. So I was in. Uh, so I start, you know, sending reels and TikToks to my daughters back and forth. And I realized this is something that's fun that we're having fun together with. So I went from this, oh, I'm a little annoyed by this. What's deeper down to like the way sometimes you heal that is you just jump all in. And I just kind of went all in. I was like, and when I went all in, I was like, well, that was so stupid that I was even feeling that way. So all that to say after a few weeks of 
um, kind of like going alongside my daughters in, in their enjoyment. You know, Sayana has a uh, Taylor's version NFL logo sweatshirt, which is hilarious. Um, like that kind of thing probably annoys some people. And um, so I'm all in now, right? So I'm all in. I'm watching the game. Um, and then I go, I, I, I go on Twitter after the game. So it may, may have been during the Rams game, 49ers game. And oh, 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 like I may have had like a, a percent of misogyny creeping up inside of me that I had to squash. No, I was seeing like 100% proud misogyny happening on Twitter. It was disgusting. You can go back to the reel and see a lot of these tweets um, that, that I, that I was reading. And so initially like, like I, I made a little story that night of, um, all of, you know, of my annoyance with people that were annoyed, I guess I can say, um, some of the, um, let me just pull them up here. Um, some of the quote unquote mean tweets that I was reading, uh, is, you know, Somebody said, Baltimore has to beat the Chiefs. I can't handle Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey coverage for two more weeks at the Super Bowl. Um, the Let's see. Can the Chiefs let Taylor take a few snaps just long enough for a targeting call? I mean, if we're going to see her this much for a football game, she should be getting tackled. I'm, that's horrible. This is horrible. They are known as the Kansas City Swifts. They're no longer the Chiefs. Um... She's the most annoying celebrity on planet Earth. Um, what a drag this is going to be with hundreds of camera shots on her. It, it just, I, I don't know why this is, this is making me mad reading all these. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. So so I, I, I made a reel to reply, 
or, or maybe just to kind of call out a little bit of what I was seeing. And uh, this was, let me see if, if I can, if I can get this thing to play here. Games have been on for nine hours and 30 minutes during the 2024 playoffs. During that time, Taylor Swift has been on the television for 150 seconds. But by the looks of my Twitter feed, you would assume that she'd been on the television for at least an hour. 150 seconds out of nine hours and 30 minutes. Every New York Knicks game I watch has Spike Lee on the television a few times per game. Every Lakers game I watched in the 80s had Jack Nicholas on it a few times per game. Nobody got upset. Taylor Swift just happens to be the most successful entertainer on planet Earth today and just happens to be in love with the football player on an annoyingly good football team. Now, I'm not talking about the casual annoyance here. If you're an NFL fan and you hate the Kansas City Chiefs, I can see how seeing her rooting for them may be a little bit annoying. Listen, I get it. I'm a lifetime NFL fan. I unfortunately made the decision to start rooting for the Atlanta Falcons when I was five years old, which has set me up for a lifetime of disappointment and of hating the Saints. And I'm not even talking about people that dislike her music. I get it. I'm more concerned with grown men having visceral reactions to seeing Taylor Swift on their television television screens for 30 seconds a game. There might be something deeper going on, like seeing a powerful and outspoken woman in a space where they incorrectly feel like belongs to them. So let me just offer a little bit of advice for anyone that's having these visceral reactions. In the words of one of the most powerful philosophers of the 21st century, just shake it off. Okay, I don't know if I can actually have her music on my playing on my on my <laughs> podcast, but there it was. <clears throat> okay. So I, I post that and whoosh, it's been approximately 24 hours uh, since I posted it. And we are at 943,000. Let's, let's call it a million. We're at a million views. The thing took off. And so I was like, oh, sweet. Like people are going to, you know, people are going to be like, yeah, of course. No, the amount of contention and vitriol that is in the comment section is exactly actually why I made that real. Not knowing it was going to end up there. I thought it'd just stay on Twitter, but now that people are, um, um, people are triggered by this. And so I thought, let me, let me just continue to unpack kind of maybe what I feel like is happening. Is that okay? Just for a few minutes. Not too much, maybe maybe for 20 more minutes or 10, who knows? Um, you know, like like it's really and, and it's not just men. I initially I was just kind of calling out men, but since then I'm I'm finding the women in my comment section too. There's women, there's women in on Twitter, just ripping her down. And there's definitely a few reasons why. Okay. So first and foremost, the underlying issue that's contributing to this it's a view of masculinity that i feel like is toxic i feel like there's there's a lot of toxic masculinity out there um and and listen i'm i'm coming from a point of view of of, of i do believe that men and women are created with giftings um that are different okay can, i mean i can i say that without you know causing another uproar like it's just you know th this is just kind of what i see now, I'm not saying women can't have tendencies that men do and men can't have tendencies that women do. I'm just saying kind of kind of in general, okay, blanket statement sweeping here, but I feel like um, the toxicity of, of where that idea can go is dangerous. I believe that it can, it can get to a dangerous place where 
men feel like, because there's a difference between being masculine and being toxic in your masculinity. And I feel like that's a problem here. Okay. So for, for a second, let, let's just look at, at, at why Taylor is the poster child for um, a lot of people's hate right now. Well, first, I think it's her success. She is ridiculously successful. Okay. Immensely successful. Right. She was like the first, she was the youngest person um, to win Grammy of the year award. She's just packed out billions and billions, not billions of people. There's only a few billion on planet earth, but you, you get what I'm saying. <clears throat> Hundreds of millions of people see her uh, go to her concert. She um, has created a very strong following. People, you know, love her music. They, the, the Swifties, right? Um, she's an, she's an advocate for the marginalized. She speaks a lot to um, equality, uh, gender equality. She speaks a lot to um, uh, speaking against and speaking out against injustice, right? She's got songs that do that as well, right? She's got songs like The Man and Shake It Off, which both challenge like a sexist double standard, okay? Um, she's got Blank Space and Bad Blood, which are challenging media scrutiny, which is exactly what's happening right now. Um, and like she, she's unapologetic in her lyrics. And that just makes some people uncomfortable to see a powerful, strong, brilliant woman showing up in a space that is more times than not male-dominated. And some suddenly we have a female dominating coverage. And when I say dominating coverage, did you listen to 150 seconds? That that right there is what people think is dominating coverage. Um. So let's let let's let let's look at toxic masculinity. And I, I guess the really the way to define it is like imagining a masculinity that's sculpted not from resilience and not from strength. Okay. But actually, um, from like dominance and aggression and emotional repression, like, like those are the things that when masculinity gets toxic, it turns into, okay. Um, it's harmful. Um, it, it sets, I think kids up for harmful behavior that when they turn into adults. Um, and so a few of the things that, that when you look at toxic masculinity, um, and, and you see it in all of the comment sections, right? You see it in all of the, the, the tweets that, that I, I read and that you can just go and see. You see a couple things, okay? They, they suppress emotion, okay? So it's kind of like grunting, right? That, that, that literally suppressing emotion is a pillar of toxic masculinity. Um, there's normally like aggression in it. Uh, there's dominance in it. There's a lot of self-reliance in it like i got this you know which is fine um and again there's a lot of discrimination against women which is misogyny um and so like the there's a consequence to that that i think we are beginning to see the effects of in a lot of other things um but where, where i want to lean into is like we all get i i think everybody that's listening to this whether or not you agree with the taylor swift um 
my t- take on Taylor Swift or not, I think you would all agree that masculinity in a toxic way is bad, right? Like we can all say um, that it's that it's a bad thing. And so, like I, I actually, oh, 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 I have a great example. I have an, an example. This is great. This is an example of toxic masculinity, masculinity on display, okay? Um, <coughs> excuse me. So... This is a, I won't name the person, uh, but this is a um, um, leader of a Christian movement and his friends talking about Taylor Swift. And this was um, in early December. Okay, so this is a great example of what I'm talking about and of what what I'm seeing in in reactions to Taylor Swift. Okay, so... Honestly, like I probably should have just played this clip and not, I wouldn't have to explain anything that I just explained. Um, and so again, this is me standing on an issue and then walking with people because I have people that are, that really think like, like some of these guys do that are in my life. And I've had two conversations that didn't end well, but I'm not stopping. I'm going to continue the conversation. So, um, just, just take a listen, uh, to this don't think that she's very talented Here, she's just, nasty no, she's was, ugly just, nobody really, likes her she does, does like nobody likes her she's like a teenage boy morning after like dudes don't like her <laughs> like no, if you put her in front of like she's ugly that's true yeah, yeah is, does taylor swift have any eggs left well, I don't think she probably. I don't know if she had it to start with. No, you um, mean like bitter, bitter, angry women? And that, leader that's like of Taylor a Swift. like librarian, like your worst teacher you had. Feminism. That's like that's Taylor Swift feminism. What is virtuous about her for young women to glean? Like date as many men as possible, complain all the time, ruin men's lives. She's not, she hasn't started a family. She's yeah, in her I mean, mid thirties. No kids. Like it's a she terrible role model. Or- three up. If you, young women start dressing sluttier because of Taylor Swift, which makes their life miserable. Like when women dress like this, I don't, I don't know if a hundred percent, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's a cult. That's what it is. There's no men that really enjoy Taylor Swift. They just don't. I There's no redemption. She's a bad role model. She's not a good person. She's a bad icon. Let's also remind you her politics are cancerous. Nope. There it is. Her politics are poison. She doesn't do the stuff that a political true believer yeah, but would she really just do. Did something. She got she is, four million uh, girls registered in like twenty four hours. Yeah, you see that? She but broke the website. That's the thing. It's so easy She's for her to do that. The she just there. You have the biggest. Hey, I would respect her. But she, so she's not leading people to God. She's leaving them the wokeism, complaining on boyfriends, man hating, and she used to be a Christian. AZ says, "I don't think Taylor is a Christian anymore." She grew up on a Christmas tea farm, tree farm. Yeah, I rest my case. Someone who like turns away from the faith and like pursues money, fame, and approval of the world. It, it, Good luck in eternity, Taylor. It, She's a narcissist. Oh. I. Okay. <laughs> uh, case rested. Is is that fine? Um, wow. There it is. There, there's the problem. There's the problem because millions of, of people are listening to this and leaning into this. Um, now there may be some things in there that you may be like, well, I mean, maybe that's a good point. Maybe, but did you hear the tone really? Honestly, I, I, I am, um, repulsed by all of, all of that from the tone to the content to everything. But there is something in there that I think, um, gives a little bit of a clue as to where a lot of this toxicity is coming from. And 
I it, it's and you see it in the comment section. It's turned political. Okay, um, it it's turned political. What people are that there's a lot of theories that um, I won't even say conspiracy theories. Okay, because I don't want to offend anybody that believes this. But there's a lot of theories <laughs> where people believe that that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are a couple that have put together been put together by a um, political party to get a certain candidate reelected. And, and so he, here's the thing. Uh, I'm, I'm all in poking holes in things. I, I really am. Like I poke holes in things all the time. I'm all in. Oh. Me biting my tongue. I just want you to really think for a second. If somebody that has spent their entire career building trust in a fan base would recklessly risk all of that trust for a manipulated fake relationship that could, if found out, crumble her entire career. That's the first thing. The second thing is when it comes to conspiracy theories, um, we, I, I understand why people want to go there, especially people that poke holes in everything. Um, we have as human our human nature, we have a strong desire and a need for control. And when we feel like control is slipping through our fingers, we want to control everything we want. And so that that's where these theories come from. It's, it's us wanting to have control over something that we don't have control over. And I, I guess at the end of the day, I'm here to tell everybody, everything's not a conspiracy. But what if it is? Okay. What, what if you're right? What if you're wrong? I think my my concern is more um, as I've been clicking around people who have been uh, this theory has been their their thing, clicking on their comment section or their profiles. I suddenly am led into uh, it's not just this one. It's uh, it's uh, everything's a conspiracy, right? Like everything. Now you know some things. <laughs> every, and actually, everything could be a conspiracy. Literally, if Taylor Swift bought a hamster at TJ Maxx, three weeks before the presidential election, well, someone's going to find out that somebody from TJ Maxx donated to a certain organization and that hamsters are um, given a needle with something inside of them in order to keep them alive that is made by a company that puts that needle with other things inside of other humans. And you see what I'm saying? Like everybody, everybody, everything could be a conspiracy. And I'm just here to tell everybody, whether you're on the left or the right, because let me be clear about this. This isn't just, I'm talking about Taylor Swift, but this isn't just a problem of people that are hating celebrities that lean a certain direction. Um, this isn't just a problem of one party. Okay. It's a, important to approach this with nuance and not overly be, don't be overly simplistic. Uh, when you compare, apples to ab oranges, but okay. Um, I'm noticing that a lot of her criticism often does stem from disagreements with her political stance. So while, you know, passionate, the, the, the passion is coming from that. There's a lot of passion coming from that. Now, um, there, that's not just the case for, I mean, let's just call call spade spade for people on the right that can't stand Taylor because she supported Biden last election. 
um, there's people on the right that get destroyed by people on the left, right? And we've got people like Candace Owens, right? She's a conservative commentator. She's known for controversial takes um, on a race, gender, and politics. Now she is in the political space, and so she's got no no fear in that. And, and that I mean, that's what she's she's good at. But the amount of people on the left that like I, I can only imagine if if she were to start dating she's married now but say she wasn't start dating some NFL player and then people would be going insane if she was being shown i promise you i'm just i'm just letting letting everybody see that this isn't just a one side thing okay if, if there's somebody that you like Kanye West okay as, as dangerous as, as a lot of things he said uh, he triggers people the same way and if he gets shown, if he were to start getting shown on television at games, people people would lose their minds. So this is what this is what I need to, you know, let's not cover it up with um, takes that are um, that are not true to what we're really feeling, right? I just wish people would would call it call a spade a spade, call it what it is. Um, and that a lot of this misogyny actually has political groundings, right? Um, so, like, just, just again, what we heard. Ultimately, um, while, like, the nature and the focus of the criticism between people on the left and the right, um, like, differ, it's really the unhealthy obsession that I think we need to deal with, right? It's a problem that transcends, like, political idolatry. Um, I, I just think that we've got to continue to strive for a more respectful and constructive form of engagement. And it just, you know, it, what started off as Taylor Swift quickly has ended up being another, another reason we need to lean into this whole, don't stand on issues, walk with people thing. But Carlos, you're standing on an issue with Taylor Swift, but I'm, I am walking with people in my DMS, Right. Um, I have an opinion on an issue, but I'm not just standing there. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. And I just think that um, just because you say you don't stand on issues, you walk with people, doesn't mean that you don't call people out that are dehumanizing others, which is what I saw on my Twitter feed, which is why I made that real, which is why probably in the 28 minutes I've been on this, um, we are now at, it was 943,000. We're now at 954,000. 11,000 views in the 28 minutes, 24 hours after I posted it. So anyway, there it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was helpful for people to hear me unpack that. I don't know that there may be a lot of you that are like, Carlos, I do believe that, that, you know, there is, there's something political going on, I, you know, and I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you are listening to me unpack um, because even if you do believe that, okay, so say we did, we differ in that. Even if you do believe that um, there's no reason to hate on and tear down and belittle any person made in the image of God. And hopefully you'll never hear me do that. I've done it before and I probably will do it again. I'm not perfect. Uh, but when I do, um, people are quick, especially my family to call me out and I'm quick to go apologize to that person. We can do better. And, um, Taylor Swift, I am, um, 
I guess I'm, I guess I'm a Swift dad, you know? Um, I, it also, it also kind of dove a little bit into, you know, some, some religious stuff in there too, in the comment section where she's, you know, a, I don't know, a devil worshiper or something. Again, more, more conspiracies that for some of you, you may believe that. And I, I just happen to not, um, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, again, we can poke holes in everything. We can turn everybody into a Satan worshiper. If we really start looking, even you know, sometimes when I'll, I'll give a message at a church and I before have said, have done something with my hand when I was pointing and have had numerous people tell me, Oh, Carlos is a Satanist because of his hand, the way I was holding my hand. Um, so I'm just, I'm just saying, let's just be careful. Let's humanize. Let's not dehumanize. Let's not stand on issues, but walk with people. And let's just practice this week. What are ways that that's not the sound I wanted? What are ways that's not either? Here it is. What are ways? Here it is. That this week we can walk with people that we vehemently disagree with. Have a conversation. Don't be nervous. Um, just in those conversations, make sure that you're walking with people. And this is a way for a lot of people to walk with me. Um, and I, I just hope you enjoyed me unpacking my thoughts. I've never kind of ranted like this before, but here we go. It's a new year, new day. I love you guys. We'll be back next week uh, with two people on the podcast. Please subscribe, follow, share this with your friends. Love you all.